love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday, you know it's Wednesday, December 5th, 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you to uh, this professional broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some people hanging out today. There's Drew. Finding a great veterinarian is what I imagine it's like finding a great pediatrician. Yeah. Bethany, the mouth from the south is directly across from me. No Money November went, you know, disasterly. And now... Um, how's, dis- how's No Shave November? <laughs> I didn't do that one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> He's like, you know, our host and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The Fitz. Ladies and gentlemen, um... I got to say, my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is keeping me up way too late at night. Really? I mean, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. You can't keep doing this to me. I forgot. What does she do? Turn on the lights? Exactly. I forgot. What are you, like three? No. (laughs) Did I hold you down? (laughs) What were we watching last night? My big fat American gypsy wedding. Oh my God. My big fat American gypsy wedding. We'll talk about that on the show today. It's unbelievable. I think you need to be like an old dog and just go find yourself a corner to sleep in. How do you know I don't do that already? I got a spot in my house. All right, it's our pre-show warm-up jam as we ease in to the show today. By the way, check in. Where are you right now? Send me a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. It's almost a Christmas vacation. to you what's your pleasure oh i'm sorry well, let me hit these buttons there run of my check you hear me now chickity chickity check all right yeah anyway uh, bethany really kept me up so late last night again is she like blasting music cranking flipping the lights on and off no yeah. she's making me watch her shows that that she likes to watch and and, and, and this one was uh what was an american gypsy it warrior was the big fat american gypsy <laughs> wedding and the office that's right, my big fat American gypsy wedding in the office. But if you haven't watched my big fat American gypsy wedding, uh, what, what network is it on? Uh, it's usually on TLC. <laughs> it's uh, they usually follow Romnishall gypsies, 
and, and it's a real thing. They have like their own it is community. A real thing. Yeah, that is just and the longest show name title I've ever heard. Well, they are very extra. That's all I have to tell you. Okay. They are super extra. And I saw more f- more fights last night in the American Gypsy Wedding Show <laughs> than you did than, in than the I UFC. Did, yeah, than I did my last <laughs> MMA fight that I watched. Goodness. I mean, they beat the living crap out of each other, and I can't get enough of it. Oh my god! And and skirts and all. I mean, they take oh, off yeah. heels, start throwing them. It is crazy. You should have seen it. They were getting dressed to go fight. They had, like, hoop earrings in. They were like, yeah, we're going to fight, but we're going to look good while yeah. we fight. Yeah, and apparently they don't get in trouble when they fight. It's like they never get a cop no, show up and nobody goes to jail. Because that's the rule. Where is this Gypsies, taking place? Well, they're all over. All over the country. Um, but <laughs> most, most in the West Virginia, uh, Northeast, maybe? I think. Um, and basically, it's, it's just a rule. You do not talk to the cops. That's it. Oh boy. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here comes Wednesday. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. And now, and here's now, my now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Of course, I am here standing by with the news that did not make the news. As your what are you kidding me, anchor man? And I'm going to take you out of the great state of Texas. You serious, Clark? <laughs> I like where this is going. This could take up some of our time today for the what are you kidding me stories because someone in Austin wanted to win their neighborhood Christmas decoration contest, so they used a mannequin to recreate the scene from Christmas Vacation where Clark Griswold falls off the roof and he dangles from the gutter. But a random guy passing by thought it was real. Oh, what a sweet guy. He was going to be a hero. And he tried to save him. (laughs) And he was freaking out, blood pressure going up. The home security camera got it all on video. I have exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio right now. Oh, mister, please hold on. (laughs) There's the ladder. Please hold on. All right. Can you reach it? Can you reach it? <laughs> That's sweet, man. You know what? The city of Austin should do something for him. He needs the key to the city or something. Citizen of the year. Well, uh, guess what? Guess uh, uh, we actually reached out and interviewed the guy who tried to save Clark Griswold and the entire family who live in the house. Check this out. Only had been up for one day. And so we actually put up a sign because we didn't want that to happen to anybody else. We felt so bad. That Clark G is part of our Christmas display. Please do not call 911. Oh, good idea. I'm trying to get him down any way I can. Except when I started talking to him, he never said nothing. Oh my God, I hope he's not dead. Hundreds of people drive by this house every day seeing that mannequin hanging up there. And I'm standing by the one guy cared enough to save somebody's life. He jumped out and did it. He, he didn't give up. He was going to save whatever he had to do. He was going to save old Clark Griswold. That Isn't that so what it's sweet. all about? I love it. I love the part where he's worried that he wasn't responding. Like, oh, we got a Vic. Uh, appears to be adult male. He's unresponsive. <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying nothing. <laughs> oh, I hope he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, hey. hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, 
on Instagram at follow Fitz. Wednesday ad- ad-libbing session coming up. You know it's Wednesday. Middle of the week. Santa Claus is coming. We're almost at our peak. It's Christmas time. We like to see snow. What? It blows and blows and blows, you know. Yeah. Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to do it by myself, no. Oh, right. I don't even do karaoke, no. Well, I do love doing some karaoke, though. I got a couple of go-to yeah, karaoke but- jams. Where I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I bring down the house. Because you can sing. No, when I do TLC, don't go chasing waterfalls. Oh. That's a clap. People love it. I could go the rest of my life without hearing that song ever again. It was like one of the most played songs in the 90s, right? Yeah. Oh. Lonely mother gazing out of the window, staring at a sun that she just can't touch. Yeah. And then that, at that point, the crowd just takes over. And I even don't really have to finish the song. <laughs> Just one of those. You guys have a go-to karaoke? I do not. I just said have I you don't ever? do it. <laughs> the only one I've ever done is with you, and it was Journey, Don't Stop Believing. Oh, yeah, that's And it was because one. you brought a bunch of people on stage with you that did not know the words, and I was like, y'all are not doing Journey justice. <laughs> Give me the mic. <laughs> that, oh, that's after you had Patron. <laughs> um Hey, what'd you say was going on with Friends? Did you, uh, Bethany? Did you say that Friends was going off the air, or they're or they're taking it off? Excuse me, they're taking Friends off Netflix. Yeah, um, I was reading that they were think they were supposedly supposed to be taking it off as of January first, two thousand nineteen. I can't imagine Friends, Friends being off Netflix. Was no longer on Netflix. You couldn't watch it anymore. You were gonna have to binge it by the end of the year if you wanted to watch all your favorite Friends episodes. See, Friends is kind of like The Office for you, like. Friends for me is like the office for you. Your, your go-to show when you just want to watch some stuff and just kind of yes. you go to the office. Well, I, I I love Friends and the Golden Girls occasionally. Oh, mm-hmm. Golden Girls for sure. Golden Girls straight up. Mm-hmm. So so Friends is gone from Netflix now. Well, I was doing a bit of reading today, and um, actually, Friends fans united, and uh, Netflix has said never mind. We're going to keep Friends on because they had such a huge reaction from fans that were so upset about Friends being taken off that they said, okay, you know what? We're leaving it on. Now, that's what's bizarre, the reaction of Friends being taken off Netflix. Can't you, like, go to YouTube and watch Friends? I'm sure. No, not on YouTube. But Friends is on several different cable TV networks running in syndication. But I guess... That's the power of the the binge. People want to watch. They don't want to wait till the the double shot of Friends at six p.m. tonight. Mm-hmm. They want to watch two, three, maybe five episodes when they want at, at midnight, 11. at right. eleven in the afternoon <laughs> or morning, whatever. And all, all the Friends people have said they, they'll never have a reunion for some reason. Like it's somebody's holding up the entire thing. Mm. Matthew Perry. Now, okay, it's Matthew if, Perry. Really? Is it Matthew Perry? I, I have to guess. Like what? Why? Because he has some issues. Well, because he is, got, it, is his issues or he's not agreeing to do the deal? I, I think oh, I think no. he probably doesn't want to go. He's having health issues and personal issues, and he probably doesn't want to go and. He has addiction issues. Yeah, he, well, okay, not looking his best, thing. not feeling his best. Doesn't want to go up and pretend it's all, all right. So it's not about money. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not inside I don't the dealings. I think it would be about money. I mean, my because gosh, they probably have plenty to offer. Other than Jennifer Aniston, I would think that most of those people on that show would would welcome the money. Yeah. <laughs> and at what this do you point. think? What do you think all of them continue to bring in, like on an annual? Oh, the residuals basis from them just from their showing syndication. That, oh. I, now we do know that they were the highest paid uh, uh, group 
actors yeah. Yeah. Uh, the when, when yeah. they broke that deal they they collectively bargained and got what one and a half million an episode which yeah, no other oh my gosh. yeah no other ensemble had ever gotten so when are we going to do that guys why <laughs> can't no. why can't can i have been a friend <laughs> i need some friends it's the fit show it's choose your news it's choose your news everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today it's choose your news You know, uh, past several days we've seen a lot of uh, memorial footage and, and f- funeral footage of President George H. W. Bush, who passed away at the age of ninety-four years old. But I, if you have a chance today, um, please Google this. Oh man, it moved me when Bob Dole, ninety-five-year-old Bob Dole, he's being pushed up to George Bush's casket in a wheelchair. Time flies, right? He's 95 years old now, and his uh, his his little handler basically scoops him up, and you see Bob Dole saying, "I want to I want to stand by myself. I want to stand by myself for for George H. W. Bush." And he and he, he struggles to to stand up, and then he gives George Bush his salute. Oh, I'm gonna cry. And it was the it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, really touching moment. The thing about it is, he was a great man. Everybody's saying he was a wonderful man. For George H. W. Bush, this is how I I feel sadness, of course, because a great man has passed. But you can't feel too much sadness because you know right. that's where he wanted to go. He wanted to go be with Barbara. Yeah. He wanted to go see his daughter Robin, who he actually, passed away from leukemia. He actually said uh, he didn't want to be at the hospital anymore. He wanted to go home. Right. And and that's when everybody knew that he, George was ready to go. And he, he, yeah, he took death his way. And it was well, such a, a beautiful exit. And, and as far as rich, full lives go, does it get any richer or fuller oh, than, yeah. than 94 years from his legacy. the bottom to the top, everything? Yeah. Fighter pilot. The Secret Service have came out and uh, they, they've talked about how <laughs> at 3 a.m., George Herbert Walker Bush would call him up and say, hey, boys, you want to go hit the kitchen? Three o'clock in the morning, they would have their, their <laughs> snacks with the Secret Service. They were his family. George Bush would stay. In Washington, D.C., every Christmas Eve, so his Secret Service people uh, could basically be with their family in, in D.C. on Christmas Eve. That's sweet oh, and special. Wow. Yeah. Just, it's unbelievable. So it's rest just, in peace, George. Beautiful man. It's great man. to know that someone in that office cares so much about the people around him. The people about the that, sanctity of it, yeah? Well, not only that, but just the, the he cares the about... The little guy. You know, it's, right, the little guy, the you know? Yeah. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, the machines might be taking over. This is an autopilot story, autonomous driving. We're going to hear a lot of these coming up. Last Friday, the police, the California Highway Patrol down near Palo Alto, you know, that's kind of the center of all the technology. They saw a Tesla and they they noticed it driving. And I don't know if it was speeding or not, but one of the officers noticed that the guy behind the wheel didn't really look like he was there. He didn't look like he was with it. He looked like he was asleep. So the officers tried to get his attention. He was out. The guy was out cold on the freeway, flying down the road. So they they spent minutes, several minutes, trying to get his attention. Finally, an officer pulled in front of him and slowed the car down by pulling in front of it and braking. The Tesla was apparently set on autopilot, and the driver was out cold. It took them like seven sleep? miles, seven yeah. miles to finally the, get the car to pull over to drive get the driver's attention. Uh, now, it turns out the guy said when they finally pulled him over and woke him up, they said, hey, you know, you were asleep at the wheel. And the guy says, well, don't worry. The car was driving. Everything was fine. No problem. 
The problem uh, is the guy was drunk, and oh. there is no autopilot exception for being drunk. He was uh, charged with driving under the influence, but you know this is going to be a big question for the future. Bethany, choose your news. Well, from cosmetic acupuncture to vampire blood extractions, if you're a lady, you know of all the crazy things that are out there for your skin. One of the most popular trends that's emerging right now is called dermaplaning. It's basically a form of face shaving, which exfoliates your skin by removing the fine hairs and fuzz. Oh, the bearded lady. Plus the top layer. No, no, no. Hang on. Plus the top layer with a surgical blade. So here, Drew, I'm going to show you. Before and after. Yeah, that's wow, a huge right? difference. Huge. I was picturing like a, an anatomy no, dummy no, 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 coming no. out. We're just ba- barely shaving that top layer off, and it reveals this beautiful glowing skin underneath. And it removes your five o'clock shadow. <laughs> it does. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. All right, folks. What's up? We are back. Mm. Say what's up to us. Send us a message on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Hope you're having a good week. If you got some craziness going on in your life right now, let's do it. Let's get through it. Because we all got the cray going on in our lives. It's hump day. It's hump day. That means we're, we're, we're a couple of steps closer. That means what, Drew? Cresting the hill of the week. We're cresting. Cresting. And we all love to crest. Um, hey, Drew, if, if would you mind giving us a little update on uh, on your puppy dog, the Ace Man? Uh, first, f- let's give a little recap. Not too long ago, uh, a little over a month ago, your your dog got attacked by a raccoon in the front yard. It was about two months ago yeah. in the backyard. Uh, he'd gone out at night. He heard the raccoon. He went after it. He attacked it, and it defended itself. I think he cornered it in the corner of the yard. Okay. Very vicious, awful. Hor- I'll never forget the sound. I had to go break it up. So of, of both of them just kind of what? Well, it started. It, it started as Ace. You know, he tore out there, barking, snarling, all that. But the second they made contact, it flipped. He started mm. yelping and crying. Oh, and no. that the sounds that came out of that raccoon were something straight out of hell. I mean, it was the worst noises you could imagine. The growling, snarling. It's a well, monster it was, for a movie. It was a trapped right. animal. Yeah. I mean, the point is, is that it's thinking, "This is my life." But those raccoons are straight up crazy. I I'm saw I saw not, three raccoons one night jack up a kitty cat. Yeah. Oh, they ganged so up sad. on it. I mean, I know they're animals and everything, but as I was watching this from my curb one night, I'm, I'm looking at the other dude's yard. These three raccoons just strategically surround this cat like they're just messing with him, and then they go in for the kill. So always at night when you're walking your animals, have that flashlight on, mm-hmm. keep them in front of you, stay by their side. Right? Right, exactly. And this was in my yard, so this wasn't even out in nature necessarily. But um, luckily his damage wasn't too bad initially. He he was really scratched up. There were a lot of just scratches and tear marks around his abdomen, uh, a couple of bite puncture marks, but I managed to break it up early enough. Uh, So got him to the vet, gave him some antibiotics, cleaned him up, checked a couple of wounds, sent us home. That was fine. Okay. Well, several weeks later, we started seeing these little growths. Uh, in the same area, the abdomen, uh, these little pockets that were, we didn't know if they were tissue or fluid or what. We watched one grow really rapidly, took him to the vet. Vet was using some scary language, uh, yeah, like maybe talking cancer or something like that. But we continued to observe it. Then it popped. Then this, you realized this growth popped. We thought, oh. Oh, my God. This is an infection then. Yeah. Right. It's some kind of infection, which is weird because he had been on antibiotics. Anyway, moving forward, 
After that one popped, we figured we were out of the woods, but two more bumps grew, and they grew fast, very fast, in the same region. And so what we're getting down to is, you're probably thinking this is obviously from that raccoon attack where maybe a, a, a bite or one of his dirty nails or whatever yeah, got, or maybe got into Ace Man. The vet I was speaking with uh, recently this week said that it could even be you know, some bacteria from their teeth or their claws or even potentially like a diseased tooth that could have oh. broken off under the skin. Nasty. Even. Yeah, and that's why it, there was this delay between when it happened and now the the development of these symptoms. So it's very touch and go. The he's poor, on some good medicine right now, right? He's on a lot of meds right now, okay. but the poor little guy has these. He doesn't want to use his right rear leg. It's very, very sore. Keep us updated, and and I wanted to bring this up today. Just when you go outside with your animals, I mean, do what you can, right? To because you were just in your front yard when this I, happened. I was in my backyard, our fenced oh, yeah. backyard, and, and wow. now, no matter what, at night we go out leashed, even in our own yard. Yeah, it's a good thing. Raccoons. All right, stand by, you guys. The reality check on the way. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Everybody, how are you? Stand by because the Fitz files are coming up in just a second. The good, the bad, and the gossip from Bethany, the mouth from the south. Oh, those are some fighting oh. words right there. The beef between Madonna and Lady Gaga is heating up again. I'm going to give you the rundown coming up in minutes. My, 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 <laughs> my poke face. <laughs> All right. Uh, Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Americans will get their chance to pay respects to George H.W. Bush, America's 41st president. His body will lie in state in the rotunda when a state funeral will be held. And, of course, now he is beginning his journey back uh, down to Texas via a train. God bless you, 41. Yeah. Now, something very important. We, we talked about it a little earlier on the show, but I think it's a really touching moment and definitely worth mentioning again, which is Bob Dole uh, at that funeral service in D.C. 95-year-old Bob Dole, who is wheelchair-bound. Um, kind of, if you don't mind, set up that scene as he was being pushed in his wheelchair. I've got to watch this. To the casket. Yeah, of be, George H. W. Bush being pushed up to the casket to pay his respects, and then he insisted on standing. So he was helped to stand. He was, you know, it was a struggle because he's he's very weakened in his old, you know, condition. Mm-hmm. He he struggled he, to stand with some help, but he wanted to do it by himself. But he wanted he? to do it, and then he performed a salute to the president's casket. And and Bob Dole had some very important words. He was interviewed on Saturday just after the president's passing, uh, and he spoke about. Uh, former President Bush, and he said, um, you know, he was the last World War II veteran to serve as president. And Bob Dole also served in World War II. Uh, and he, he had this quote, and he said, I believe there are certain qualities that veterans have. And when Bush was president, I think about three-fourths of Congress were veterans. And we would stick together and work together across the aisle. President Bush was a bi- bipartisan president, so we got a lot done. Uh, the two actually faced each other in the, the primaries, the, the Republican primaries in 1988, before Bush became president, right, right. and of course he defeated political Dole. enemies, but political friends. adversaries. But they remained friends. They had a decades-long friendship, mutual respect, and that's something we are seeing so much. And, and that President Bush was all about. We talked about it earlier in this week. How he 
you know, became close friends with the Clintons. He became close friends mm. with with everyone who had served before him and, and other after side of the him. aisle. Yeah, actually, the Clintons have already said they're on their speaking tour right now. They said, "Listen, we, we have to it. we have to postpone it right now. We're sorry. We need to be with the Bushes." Michelle Obama also on a book tour right now. She is overseas, and she said, "I'm sorry. I will reschedule, but and, I need to be with the Bushes right now." And President uh, Barack Obama, he was uh, with 41 at his house in Houston three days before he died. So just you're right. Um, I mean that. Just, and, and President, uh, from what I understand, uh, did you guys see uh, Trump pop in for a second? I just think it's really important he to say. Respects, yeah. All of this makes me think that George Bush was not necessarily a Republican president, but he was an American president. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, and whenever we were talking about how he treated people, just because someone was on the other side of the aisle. They weren't lesser than. Right. You know, he was willing to work. And that's what's most important. You know, we've, we're trying to get things done. And whenever you just argue, nothing is getting done. I want to read this quote from one of his family members. Thank you for showing us that wisdom, strength, and leadership are really about kindness, integrity, and love. And there you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what is trending. Oh, yeah, the Supreme Court posed for their annual portrait. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. They're, 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 yeah, they're all up there, have their, their robes on. Yeah. And uh, RBG has a stunning... Say, is she there? I believe she's got a big necklace. I think I read. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, there was a whole lot of intense pressure from Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, he actually wanted to have the photo shoot at Hooters. <laughs> beer! Oh, I love their wings, though. Their wings are good. Beer! I don't care what anyone says. I like says. beer. I like beer. Oh, their wings are so good. So good. Yeah. All right. Bethany's standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. Let's kick things off with the good, shall we? During a charity auction, Katy Perry auctioned off lunch and a motorcycle ride with her boyfriend, Orlando Bloom. Orlando. Yeah. So when a woman bid $20,000 for it, Katy said, nah, stolen back by bidding $50,000. Wow. So she so this got is her for man. a motorcycle ride? Yeah. Well, the point is, is that she got her man and, yeah. um, you know, the money went to charity. So all, this, stuff. all this for that little English guy that used to be in movies? And, and Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'll tell you what, though. I mean. I wouldn't mind breaking into my 401k for a little ride on his motorcycle with him. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sit on the back, Orlando? I'll hold you tight. It'd be pretty ridiculous because you'd be sitting about two feet taller than yes, him. Yes. <laughs> He's a little guy. He'd be getting all the bugs yeah. like, smashed in your face. Maybe we can just get like a, a regular bicycle and I could sit on the handlebars like when I was a kid. Oh my Definitely God. not. And somebody that would is... pump you. He'd crash the... you right into a tree. He couldn't uh, see anything. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to the bad. Madonna and Lady Gaga have had beef for years. Now, I didn't really realize this because it hasn't been going on um, out in the public eye. But yesterday, things started heating up. Uh, during interviews of A Star is Born, Lady Gaga has repeatedly dropped versions of this quote. Okay, There can be 100 people in a room and 99 of them don't believe in you. But all it takes is one who does and it just changes your whole life. Well, Madonna... Is she still the quote? Hang on. Uh-oh. Madonna posted a video on her Instagram story of herself back in the 80s saying, quote, If there's 100 people in a room and 99 say they liked it, I only remember the one person who didn't. And she also posted a picture of herself with the caption, Don't F with me Monday. Okay? Now, Gaga has not 
responded. Oh. She hasn't come back from that. But it is worth noting that Lady Gaga is saying that she was inspired by having one person believe in her. And Madonna was actually saying she was motivi- motivated by having one person not believe in her. So... I don't know. I, I, things really got crazy when Madonna pulled up in a rascal scooter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Trying to scream at Lady Gaga. The perfect response for Gaga is, go home, Grandma. The, the streetlights are on. <laughs> you just call Madonna grainy. She is. I think she's wow. almost 70. Well, that's all right. All I have to say is. She's, she's like 82 now. She needs some sort of hand treatment because her that face is, looks great. No, her face, you know. Her you're talking about her wrinkles on her hands? Yes. Well, there's Hands nothing wrong with that. always give it all, give it away. You can't have like this perfect, smooth face, and then you've got granny hands. There's nothing wrong with granny hands. I'm not saying there's, there's anything wrong with it. a bunch of grannies listening right now. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with granny hands, okay. but if you're going to have the face yes. of someone that's 17, then you probably shouldn't have granny hands. Isn't that a song? Granny's hands. <laughs> gonna, right? Yeah. Mixing that dough. Something like that. No. Granny hands, do. It's daddy's hands. You ever hear that song? No. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. Let's move on from that. We um, are, I mean, it's a yeah, different world. <laughs> okay, so the gossip. In an auction of Hugh Hefner's belongings, someone paid more than $22,000 for one of his rings. Now, why, I know you're probably thinking, like, what? Why? Well, it's a special ring. It's gold and onyx. Okay, where are you going Hang with on. this? And it this. opens to reveal a secret compartment that contains a single Viagra. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it's a little hidden compartment it's in the a ring. Hidden compartment in the ring. There you go, half one ring to rule them all. Yeah. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz files. Fitz. This. Come on. Is why today doesn't suck. I can't wait to get you home and kiss every inch of your body. After you shower, of course. Of course. Movie! National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Boom! To Bethany! Oh, wow. Yeah. Way to go! Why's the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Oh! <laughs> Always a classic. Did I give the date yet? No. It is not. All right. I, I should probably do that. Wednesday, December 5th. 2018, and if you're having a birthday, you share it with little Frankie Munez, who is uh, 33 years old today, Malcolm in the Middle. I think he just got married. Really? Yeah. He'll forever be eight years old in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I know. He still kind of looks eight years old. kind of like Fred Savage. We always watch The Wonder Years. He's always, mm-hmm. that's, and it doesn't, of course, it oh. doesn't help that he still looks identical <laughs> as there, he did as an eight-year-old. There's another good one, though. The Wonder Years, another one, one of my favorites. People ask me, okay, what are your favorite Ben shows? I'm like, okay, Friends, Wonder Years, and Golden Girls. As far as just like that, that I could have on repeat, if I'm having a bad day, I could put those on. I'm good. Wow. Yeah. It's okay. a good list. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, Drew. Gary Allen today is having a birthday. He's 51. Every storm runs and rain. Can you finish that? No, I cannot. Just like it. <laughs> I do not know any Gary Allen songs. <laughs> well, you're not living. If you don't know Gary. The GA. Little Richard today, oh my God, is 86 years old. (laughs) 
Didn't they ban this from the charts for a little bit? They thought it was too dirty or something? Yeah, they, they thought Tutti Frutti meant something else. But what what a what an interesting, crazy character to have survived in music for so long. Like, one of the real yeah. survivors. Guy was around yeah. since the 50s, right? Yeah, man. Cool dude. Yeah. He's yeah. a partier. He was born in 1932. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, 227 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart passed away. Under mysterious circumstances at the age of 35 years old. Nobody really knows why. They think it was perhaps he ate some bad pork. <laughs> and that meat will get you every time. There man. were also rumor, rumors of murder for some of his uh, competitors in the court. Wow. You're kidding me. Mm-hmm. There were uh, all kinds of rumors. Poisoning. Wow, we should like start a uh, one of those crime series for Mozart. I swear, Get it like on whenever I really think about all the stuff they have now cuz I always think to myself there's no way anyone can pretty much get away with this kind of stuff. I mean, even that Chris Watts guy, you know? Oh yeah. His neighbor had a camera on his driveway, not on Chris Watts' driveway, on the neighbor's driveway, okay. and it caught Chris Watts Driving backing off. his truck up to the garage. Doing, oh, no, no. And yeah, then yeah. driving off. I'm just saying, there's no way you can You're get away get with this. Today. Right. You're going to get caught. So I just think to myself, my gosh, yeah. people were probably running rampant back then. There's mm-hmm. a camera everywhere you go. You yeah. can't, I mean, you well, can't escape today. And if there's not one on the wall, there's one in everybody's pocket. There you right? go. Right? Tracking you on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, this day in 1975, folks, Seals and Crofts featuring this jam, Summer Breeze, was certified gold. Come Summer Breeze makes me feel fine. Seventies were some great music. Yeah, Maybe, and you could have it today for nineteen ninety nine. I know. I we sounded those. like a Time Live commercial yeah. for a yes. second. This six CD collection, all the greatest hits. Yeah. And finally, this day nineteen ninety four, Colin Ray's album "All I Could Be" featuring "Love Me." Oh my God, this song was so good. You get there before I do. Don't give up on me. I'll meet you when my chores are through. Fitz happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, standing by, of course, with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of Illinois. That's actually the title of the, the story. <laughs> You'll see why in a moment. An 11-year-old boy in Illinois got his tongue stuck to a frozen pole last Tuesday, just like the movie. What? Yep, a Christmas story. I thought this a was going to happen to our kid. My old man says your tongue will get stuck. Do you know my son Cash tried to do it too the other day at school? Thank God it wasn't that cold outside when he did it. But yes, after watching a Christmas story, he was stuck for seven minutes and he eventually... Oh, first thinking about it. He kind of pulled a lot of his tongue off, they say. He is fine. I want to say that he's fine. Go get some water. All it takes is for someone to go get some water and pour it on there, and he'll he'll be done. Uh, Well, literally, they said there's some taste buds on the pole. Oh, (laughs) ow. Where is Flick? (laughs) I love one of my favorite scenes. What's that pole taste like? Uh, And in case you don't know the scene from the movie where the kids dare Flick to do it, Mm -hmm. exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Are you kidding Stick my tongue to that stupid pole, that's dumb. That's cause you know it'll stick. You're full of it. Oh yeah? Yeah! Well I double dog dare ya! I triple dog dare ya! 
All right, all right. Well, go on, smart. Do it. I'm going. I'm going. This is next. Stop. 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 the greatest scene ever. Aww. They left out one of the great lines where he says, in a momentary breach of etiquette, Schwartz skipped over the triple dare and went yes. directly to the granddaddy of all dares, the triple dog dare. And they remember all, all the classmates leave him and they go inside. Yeah. Oh, the bell rang. And the teacher says, uh, sorry, Flick, dude. and he goes, Flick, Flick who? Remember they're going, <laughs> he's going, I don't know, I don't know. All right, uh, page two. What, are you, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Out of the Netherlands. 70's the new, or, yeah. 50's the new set, 70's the new 50. <laughs> Whatever. A 69-year-old guy in uh, the Netherlands. He's been trying to officially change his age from 69 to 49 because he is sick of dealing with age discrimination. His doctor says uh, he's as healthy as somebody who's in their 40s, but he lost a court cake yesterday. Of course, a court cake? <laughs> yeah. He lost his cake in the court cake. <laughs> Like the court cake. Well, you know, six-year-olds shouldn't eat that much cake. I still like to deal with the tongue. No, he lost his court case, uh, but was extremely excited afterwards because he thinks this trial gave him a lot of ammunition for his upcoming appeal to make his age 49 instead of 69 years old. I feel like this guy's punking the system over identity politics. Here, let's see what we got. This is great. The rejection of court is great. You know, because they give all kinds of angles where we can connect when we go in the appeal. This is great. Because they say, you know, it's not general problem. Okay, well, you get it. He's excited. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Love the accent. It's great. It's great. All right, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So I want to tell you about a 32-year-old guy um, in Tacoma, Tacoma, Washington. His name is Kevin Booth, and Kevin Booth is homeless. And he recently found himself in a situation where he could have made the right choice or, or the, you know, the, the selfish choice. About three months ago, he was waiting for a food bank to open when he noticed a brown paper bag sitting on the ground. He looks inside. He sees seventeen thousand dollars in cash. So what? Seventeen thousand dollars. Did he in cash. count it that fast? Yep. Just by looking at it. Yep. Wow. Bricks, y'all. Boom. And uh, I mean, this money was just sitting there, smiling at him. And this guy is homeless. Let's mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Supposedly, someone left it there as a donation, and he could have walked off with it because no one else knew about it yet. And he's he actually said for a second, you know, with that money in your face, he considered it. Right? Any of us would. Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely. Consider it. Do you remember it's like those guys that I are probably on, have a new uh, hot coming, tub by now. Coming to America? <laughs> Do you remember the guys yeah. that are coming to America? Oh <laughs> Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy. When they give him the money and they're like, or what do they say? No, we're goes, back. We're goes, back. Rudolph. <laughs> or, or, uh, Mortimer. Yes. Mortimer, we're back. <laughs> well, um Randolph and Mortimer. Instead, uh he waited for an employee to show up and he handed it to her when she walked in. Seventeen thousand dollars the food bank reported it to the police and they uh the police put a 90-day hold on the money to see if anyone claimed it. is that what they do they they, they put holds on things yeah with any large amounts of cash yeah, cash and um the food bank is using the money to renovate and expand the space that they are in and as a reward they gave kevin some of the money in the form of gift cards and the police also gave him a, a really nice commendation award for it 
How much in gift cards do they give him, I wonder? I don't know, but that's nice. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people who would have taken that money. Yeah, it's really incredible. You hear a story like this from time to time, and you just think, why is there so much cash in brown paper bags out there? And who Laying would around. donate? Who yeah. would have that money to donate and decide the best thing to do is just leave it on the ground outside the food bank? I mean, you're right, though. Why always a brown paper bag? Why can't it be like Tupperware what? or something like what that? What if... <laughs> What if someone <laughs> left it outside the food bank because yeah. they wanted a homeless person to find it and take it? Think about it. It's a food bank. That's where homeless people go a lot. I mean, what no, if... No, I think they put it in the bag to really surprise the food bank. Like, oh my gosh, we could do a lot with this money. Yeah, kind of a silent Santa yeah. type thing. I don't know. Check this out. I came up upon it and I was like, what the heck is that laying on the ground? I walked up to it, picked it up, set it on the trash can... And I pulled out a 20, of course, sniffed it to see if it was real. And then I was like, do I take off or do I stay? <laughs> you smell like that money. Anyone would have done that. <laughs> there you go. And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Come on, let's go. This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to the Fitz Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Follow our crazy day-to-day hustle on Instagram and see some crazy stuff on the stories feature on Instagram. Just search two words, follow fits. Again, two words, follow fits, F-I-T-Z. Well, it's Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. You know what we do on Wednesdays? Should I say it? Do it. Tell us what you're watching, binge back. Yeah, whatever you're binge watching right now, uh, we'd love to hear from you at home, at work, in the car. Um, just anything that you are just so addicted to right now. And I got to thank my lovely wife, Bethany, the mouth from the South, because she introduced a show to me last night. And I mean, I stayed up way too late watching it, like 2.30 a.m. watching the show. It's on TLC. And the name of the show is? My Big Fat American Gypsy Wedding. <laughs> the biggest that, name ever. That's the title of it. My Big Fat American Gypsy Wedding on TLC. And let me play you a clip and then we're going to tell you what this is about. I'm going to tell you right now, in the Romney world, you do not hold a 14-year-old child when the mother is demanding her kid back. And if the law can't get the child, what's the mother left to do? Go get her. Oh, here they go, y'all. Man, they're taking stuff in their own hands on my big fat American gypsy wedding. I'm pretty sure that rule stands for everybody's world. It is but. no joke. No, this uh, this actually, this is a group of sisters that are really well known in uh, in this show. And um, it's Nettie is is the mother. She's kind of the mother. And then her sister is Melly. She is a crazy. She's crazy. Uh, Melly gets in so many fights on and every single season. I, I don't even. I, I don't saw even more fights say. in this show. And it's between women than I did in the last you know UFC match that I watched. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and plus, and they're always fighting. And it's like somebody's getting married like once a week. It's like they marry and divorce each other like it's nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's... And they'll it, move on to the next, like, the next individual. Th- their dresses are by one lady. One lady makes these wedding dresses, and they are <laughs> enormous. I'm talking about the bigger, the blingier, the better. Um, they all dress very provocatively. However, also, you're expected to be 
untouched if you get married. You get what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Well, so, what about the di- marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce? Right. I don't know all about that. I'm just saying. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just there nuts. was there was also uh, a couple. They were first cousins. Yep. And they just had their their wedding. And they were very much that's, in love. That's and supposedly stuff. normal in um, Romney uh, culture. But isn't this taking place in the United States? Yep. Yes, it is. Well, isn't and it illegal I, here? I, I think this was in like West Virginia, maybe. I don't know. I don't but know. but uh, the show is my big fat American gypsy wedding, and I can and tell we're you, it. you should definitely start off with the first season because um, yeah, these girls are definitely more in the in the first season than they are right now. And um, they even had a spinoff that was called Gypsy Sisters, just focused on them because they are cray cray. All right, Drew, I know we didn't have a lot of time. Uh, what what are you binge watching right now? I brought this one up about a week ago. I field tested it last weekend and everyone I showed it to loved it. My entire family. It's the show Norseman on Netflix. It is hilarious. It's it's really incredible. Uh, what's it about real quick? It, it's about Vikings, a Viking village, but it's all modern. Like it, it's. The setting is perfect, but all the dialogue is very modern, so it's it's hilarious. Okay, so our bench brag shows today, you guys. My big fat American gypsy wedding and Norseman. This is the Fit Show. Um. One, two, three, now back to the Fit Show. American made. It happens live. Welcome back to the show. Happy hump day, you guys. Christmas in the R. It's kind of in the R. Uh, my name is Fitz. Fitz Navidad. There's Dasher Drew over there. There's Blitz and Bethany right over there. And reach out to us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. A long time ago, uh, we had a friend who told us when it comes to like relationships and whether your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife, that this individual individual said to us that he recommended a good once a month argument to let it out because he said couples that are not arguing, he believed uh, we're not having a healthy relationship. Couples that were not uh, basically you know um, letting stuff out, they were holding mm-hmm. it in, venting. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. they're holding it in and stuff, mm-hmm. and not like violent arguing or like right. you know, just a good like once a month, uh, you know, just a talk, discussing yeah. things, not. Yeah necessarily a fight. Well, I say this because the average couple will have seven fights before the holidays are over. Yeah. I repeat, seven fights before the holidays are over. Now, when does that start? Is that starting in December? Starting in I'd say like right now. Oh, okay. What do you mean? But Oh, when's the the Yeah, like seven fights from like December 1st until the holidays are over? Like, that's a lot of fights in a month, you know? Well, check it out. Um, These are three stats about holiday stress here. 67% of people traveling for the holidays Say staying with family is very stressful, and it is. It is. I love it, though. Yeah. I do. But I it's really stressful. It. Wait, it's different for me and you, though, because most time where, where I go, and if we stay with family, my feet are hanging off the bed, and my leg, the circulation's being cut off. Yeah, but you- Because I'm, I'm six foot seven, so I don't really fit in a lot of places. And your family also drives you crazy. I have a- That's true, too. I have a brother-in-law who is yeah. a dog hater. He just does not like dogs. Which, you know, Which means he has no question. soul. But right. everyone else in my family loves dogs and has dogs, so he's always a problem when it comes to he's the, the accommodations dog. at other people's yeah, homes. Like, yes. Oh, no, let me guess. Like, your dog runs up to him and he's like, ugh. He's like, get, like get away, get yes. away, get away. And you're like, oh, don't treat my child like that. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. hey, this is a family member. This is my dog, yeah. and he's more important to my family than you, Definitely. Cousin Joe. I'm just, yeah. Go, go over to Ned. Someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think about my uncle. Oh, Jim Foy. 
He's the one who likes. Well, he, uh, who, li- who, he likes animals. Well, he likes them. He lets the dogs <laughs> too much lick his scabs on his hands. Yeah. He's really old though. Oh. You know. Um, all right. Overall, the five most stressful things about this time of year are presents, managing your budget, cook, cooking, prepping for the house guests. Is that really stressful? I've never yes. had to do yes. that. Oh my god. Yes. Drew knows. Drew knows now. Especially now and. Now everyone's got special dietary needs, oh, so you got gluten free. All your desserts oh, can't the be this. So there's, there's no dairy for this person. There's no gluten for that person. There's yes. there's no nuts for this person over here. So now you're making twice as many dishes to suit all the different little special people coming through the door. But you got twice as many leftovers. Mm. Yeah, but some of that crap's gluten free. <laughs> I can't never tell the difference between. Can you really not tell the difference? Like my grandmother makes gluten-free macaroni and cheese. She yeah. makes the best macaroni and cheese, like homemade. And my cousin, who doesn't eat gluten now, uh, that was her favorite dish. Well, my grandmother makes a special gluten-free macaroni and cheese just for Stephanie because she needs it. Why don't you just, you know, you have the separate kid table for the kids. Why don't you just have the gluten-free table? Yeah, for it's those on people. the back porch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you outsiders. <laughs> All right, welcome to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. The Fit Show. The number one show in North America. You better believe that. If anybody tells you different, well, they're lying. You know why? Because my mother personally told me that I have, the, be- they have the best show. And... Uh, and I, and I will take that and grab this mic, and I will challenge any radio show in this nation. Because my mother gets her entertainment from us. <laughs> and she and said you're the best looking boy in school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what? No. That's an old thing. That's kind of my, lit, uh, what do you got, my litmus test? Mm-hmm. My mom. You know, she gives you good feedback. So um, with that, shout out to you, my, my Mama Fitz. Uh, there's Drew right over there. There's Bethany, the mouth from the South. Speaking of my mom, just last night we were having this conversation um, about YouTube. And Bethy and I were trying to tell my mother, like, Mom, you could really be doing some really cool stuff on YouTube. Because my mom's a, a, she's a character. I mean, a character. She sings. And she could play any song on the piano by ear. And she twirls. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to do something on YouTube. And I bring this up because the highest paid YouTube star, well, one of them is a seven-year-old who made $22 million recently. Yep. I'm talking about Ryan's toy review. I posted that on her Facebook page yesterday. $22 million. Yep. Where his mom films him with the phone. She was just... Opening toys. A high school chemistry teacher. And that is it. Yep. It's crazy. I've been studying this a lot lately, and and I was... Bethany was showing me some of the videos that your kids watch, and I was seeing the views that are like 3 million views, 4 million views, 30 million views, and this is like a week after the video's been out. And what are they doing? They're eating sour gummy candy. Yeah. Eating candy. It's a challenge. Oh, it's the sour gummy candy challenge. And then they sit down and they eat it and they make this. Oh, it's so sour. And then some graphics on the screen and boom, 30 million. 70 million hits. Wow. (laughs) I cannot believe it. You got to film. I need to film you eating some rotisserie chicken or something. Something. You could be the chicken lady. Right? (laughs) I'll be willing to do it. Let's do it. PewDiePie is another guy. He's a gamer guy. No, that's PewDiePie. 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 $15.5 $15.5 million. Um, you guys ever watch the Dude Perfect series on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Where it's, oh, it's awesome. They're, they're throwing footballs. They've got their own uh, Nickelodeon show They now. have their own gymnasium. Dude Perfect, $20 million last year. Uh, and then there's uh, Jake Paul. He's that... 
He's the guy that did the- Logan Paul's brother. Yeah. Yeah. He made $21.5 million. They just filmed themselves just doing ridiculous. And then Ryan's toy review. Seven-year-old kid, $22 million. That's just unbelievable to me. There's so much opportunity out there, right? Yeah. On, on, on YouTube. And, and when you, there's endless, basically an endless amount of stuff on YouTube, but a lot of it is low quality. It's poorly made. It's jumbled. It's badly shot. It's whatever. Home videos. It's home, basically home videos. But then but that, the stuff are, that puts a little effort and a little programming yeah. into it and a little producing... It's as good as any television program. Right. Or even the ones that don't well, do any producing at all, filming on a cell phone. Not in Millions my opinion, and millions of hits. But apparently to kids. But yes. it's super targeted. They're able to yep. go right to their demo right audience. Right to the kids. Right to that demo audience, folks. Yeah. They they, they come a- they will come after you and your children. You'll start seeing all, all. I just encourage you, check out Ryan's toy review if you have Look a at chance. you. You're pimping it now. He's rich enough. <laughs> He's already got enough money. Yeah. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. CIA Director Gina Haspel is expected to brief Senate leaders on the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Yeah, so the meeting went down. She briefed them, and here are the findings. So, from the CIA directly, now the Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chairman, Bob Corker, said this. I have zero question in my mind that Crown Prince MBS ordered the killing, monitored the killing, knew exactly what was happening, planned it in advance, and then he says if he was in front of a jury, he'd be convicted in 30 minutes guilty. So that's basically the CIA saying, yeah, we know he did it. They they, they presented they, their yeah. evidence to Congress, and Congress yeah. said, oh yeah, obviously he did it. Ooh, Clearly. Like sure. with no equivocation. Yeah. So... Oh, and, and we're so one of the last people to come in and say, hey, we believe that this happened. Like, like finally, like this is because there's been lots of other countries that have actually come out and said this has happened for sure, without a doubt. You know, and, and you know, I mean, it's been a huge source of contention, I think, in the country that we hadn't actually well, made an announcement. The Justice Department, the, the CIA and FBI have known it's happened the whole time. Uh, well, others have denied it. You know it. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Wink, wink. So, we know what happened. What does that mean? Well, if we continue on like a really friendly footing with Saudi Arabia after this, no repercussions, anything like that, it affects our standing in the world. So this is why politics gets so messy. Right. World politics. And again, I know it's weird, everybody, but this has been happening. Like, it's weird. Like, I mean... Doesn't mean it's okay, but each country kind of has their hit squads, right? And it's been going on for for since the dawn of government. The, absolutely, yeah. It's, and it's, and we and we've also been doing business with Saudi Arabia for that. a long, long time as well. So does that mean we just we just stop working with those guys? I, mean, I don't know. I just want everyone to know that I have not gone on record as saying any of this stuff. <laughs> Fitz is the one that is exposing the deep state. Yeah, I, I think Saudi Arabia. The best way to describe them that's be because they, I'm part of it. <laughs> they um, are. Uh, on, on a national level, they're like our frenemies. Right. You know, we're friends with them, but we don't trust them. But we kind of like, have to be friends with them. We need them. They need us. We like need their Facebook gasoline. Friend. Mm-hmm. That Facebook friend yeah. that we were talking about, that you kind of like keep them on your Facebook friends list so you can kind of see what see they're what doing. See what they're up to, yeah. Right? Because if they block you, you're in the dark. Right. Like, we want a little bit of access. Man. So what to do from here, huh? Yep. All right. Uh, they just had that conference, right? That G20 summit. Can you imagine yeah. how weird that it Did was? Did you see hey, the pictures? Look. Did you see the pictures? Okay, whenever they took... Like Putin was high-fiving them. No, yeah. no, no. Not only that, but yeah. whenever they took the photo of all the world leaders up on the stage yeah. at the G20 summit, 
MBS was just over by himself. Everyone ignored him. I mean, like he's standing there throughout several shots alone. I mean, like almost it's looking like for someone yard. to talk to. Yes. Yeah. Like kids at they the first day of school. They all I mean, but who wants to be near the guy, who, you know, chop somebody up? Seriously. Okay, what else is happening, Drew? Well, something a little closer to home, a little, little more having to deal with all of us. There was a massive ground beef recall. You know, we always talk recalls because it's a safety thing. And it actually took place back in October, but they have since expanded that recall. And the USDA is worried that there may be a lot of this ground beef still frozen in people's freezers. So if you've got some big chunks of ground beef uh, saved, you need to go check it out and make sure it's not recalled because it can be tainted with salmonella. Gosh, I just uh, cooked some yesterday. Yeah, it was sold at <laughs> Sam's Clubs, uh, Walmart stores. Um, it, it may be branded as Kroger, Cedar River Farms, Natural Beef, and Gourmet Burger. Basically, check Just all your check meat it. out. Go on the USDA site. Go on recall.com and check it out. Beef. Make sure you check it before dinner. That's right. <laughs> it happens live. Straight out of country. Uh, hey, l- check this out. This is Dolly Parton's brand new version of Dumb Blonde. That she recorded with Miranda Lambert. It's from the Dumplin' soundtrack. <laughs> I love that Dumplin'. We, sh- we should hire uh, somebody and name them Dumplin'. Dumplin's? No, that's going to be um, if we get another Boston Terrier ever. Dumplin'? It's going to be Dumplin' for oh, sure. Really? Yeah, because you, you know how you had a Susie, so we named, you know, Susie. Yeah. Well, mine growing up was Dumplin'. Oh, yeah, Dumplin'. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. Well, back to Dolly Parton. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is uh, she and Miranda. Check it out. You flew too high off of the ground in stormy weather and had to come back down. Well, I found new friend for my old school. And just because I'm Dolly. Drew, why you have that look on your face? What's Who's, wrong? Who's, what song is that originally? Is that a Miranda song or, it's, or it's, a Dolly song? It's from the Dumplin'. I mean, I know it's a Dumplin' <laughs> song. All right. I just oh. didn't recognize it. Hey, let's move on. Um, if you ask Casey Musgraves to name a couple of her favorite Christmas things, well, she'll tell you. Stockings. I love stockings. They're, they're kind of my favorite because it's like all the little goodies in there just are fun. What do you think about that, Drew? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like someone had 30 seconds of tape to burn. And <laughs> to, say, just say anything. Say anything Christmas so we can put you on the air. Drew, by the way, everybody, Drew gets so mad uh, when I play these clips. Like, fi- find out uh, what Kelsey Ballerini had for dinner last night. Yeah. And, and I, I want you to tell everybody why you hate these questions. I just don't think anyone cares about these tiny minutiae of their lives. Like, what did Jake Owen's sister go for Halloween at? <laughs> Nobody cares! <laughs> well, in case you need to know, it was a lady from Frozen. <laughs> Elsa or Anna? It was Anna. Oh. Everybody knows that. Drew, some people care about that stuff, and I do. But that's what Instagram is for. And Facebook, you follow them don't, there, you get it. No, but... but, but uh, no, Drew, actually, that's what the good old He's radio show is wants, for. He wants news to be newsworthy. Yeah, I want to hear about their tour dates and their concerts and some big news, not oh, their see? favorite and, Christmas stuff. And I think everybody else wants to find out more about the person, about what what Casey Musgraves really is like at Christmas. Instead of just the song, she's also about the stockings. Apparently. Huh? 
I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Mind blown, right? Right. <laughs> We're having this conversation over Casey right. Musgraves and stockings. Finally, Scotty McCreary uh, is covering Ed Sheeran's Shape of You on his Seasons Change Tour. And I have some secret freaking audio right now, you guys. Boy, let's not talk too much. Grab all my waist and put that body on me. Come on now, follow my lead. Come, come on now, follow my lead. Oh, I'm in love with the shape of you. You're pushing pull like a magnet do. All right, so the question is, you're gonna you're gonna take Scotty's version or, or uh, Ed Sheeran's version? You want me to be honest? Yes, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, you got to go Eddie with those. <laughs> then yeah. why did I play the clip, Drew? <laughs> Now, I find that interesting, though. I, th- I like crossover stuff. <laughs> All right, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. It happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in the land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's Freedom was brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And how do you measure a man? Well, in America in 1942, the measurement certainly started at joining the service. George Herbert Walker Bush was a very young man in December of 1941 when the Japanese surprise attack on Pearl Harbor thrust America into World War II. And that's where he was called. He was just 18 years old and still his senior year at Phillips Academy in the Northeast United States. And that very young man opted to put his college plans on hold immediately and without hesitation to join the United States war effort as soon as he graduated Phillips Academy in that spring of 1942. And it would be very fair to say that he was a privileged young man. And with college plans already in place, he surely could have continued with his path and probably avoided the war altogether. But that was not the man that George Bush was. He joined the Navy and immediately signed up to be a pilot. After a 10-month training program aboard the USS Sable, he was commissioned Ensign Bush on June 9th, 1943. Drew, what does that mean, Ensign Bush? Uh, That's the first officer rank. That's an 01 in the Navy. His commission uh, in June came three days before his 19th birthday, making him the youngest naval aviator in the U.S. Navy at the time. Ensign Bush flew Grumman TBM Avengers from the USS San Jacinto into the Pacific Theater, earning a promotion to Lieutenant Junior Grade, and during an attack at the Japanese strongholds at Bonin Islands. Lieutenant Bush's plane was struck by enemy flak, but he still delivered his bombs and torpedoes on target. He was forced to ditch the aircraft in the sea. And Lieutenant Bush parachuted safely to the sea, but his co-pilot was killed when his chute failed to open. Sound familiar, right? Maverick and Goose? Bush waited in a life draft until he was rescued by the submarine USS Finback, and he lived and worked on the Finback for a whole month. That's right, he lived on the submarine. He was out there for another 30 days after they rescued him. For a whole month, he was participating in the rescue of other downed airmen before returning to the San Jacinto. 
and Lieutenant Bush took the loss of his fellow airmen to heart. He often wondered why he was saved, when others were not. He wondered if God had a plan for him all along, and he vowed to never forget those brave men. Before leaving the Navy, Bush married his sweetheart, Barbara Pierce, in 1945. The marriage produced six children, although a tragic illness took their daughter, Robin, before she had a chance at life. Well, she was four. Yeah. After his discharge from the Navy, Bush enrolled at Yale, where he earned a degree in economics. He became president of his fraternity and even played on the Yale baseball team in the first two College World Series ever. After college, George moved his family to Texas, entered the oil business. Then he became head of the CIA. And with all that success going on, he turned his attention to politics. He won his first public office in 1966. And after a long and diverse political career, he became the vice president of the United States in 1980. In 1988, after two terms as VP, he was elected to the office of the President of the United States, where he served from 89 to 93. George Herbert Walker Bush was the first incumbent vice president to be elected to president in 152 years. Wow. His marriage to Barbara lasted until her death in 2018, making them the longest married presidential couple in the history of the nation. It's 73 years of marriage. The next longest pair was John and Abigail Adams at 54. See? On November 30th, 2018, former President George Herbert Walker Bush passed away at the age of 94 years old. And if we ask how to measure a man, we must look at the lifetime of service from George H.W. Bush as the highest marks on that role, along with the lifetime of commitment to his family and his nation. The Fit Show. And now... Here's my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Of course, I am here standing by with the news that did not make the news. As your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman, and I'm going to take you out of the great state of Texas. You serious, Clark? (laughs) I like where this is going. This could take up some of our time today for the What Are You Kidding Me stories because someone in Austin wanted to win their neighborhood Christmas decoration contest so they used a mannequin to recreate the scene from Christmas Vacation where Clark Griswold falls off the roof and he dangles from the gutter. (laughs) But a random guy passing by thought it was real. Oh, what a sweet guy. He was going to be a hero. And he tried to save him. (laughs) And he was freaking out, blood pressure going up. The home security camera got it all on video. Of I have course. exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio right now. Oh, mister, please hold on. <laughs> There's the ladder. Please hold on. All right. Can you reach it? Aww. Can you reach it? That's sweet, man. You know what? The city of Austin should do something for him. He needs the key to the city or something. Citizen of the year. Well, uh, guess what? Guess uh, uh, we actually reached out and interviewed the guy who tried to save Clark Griswold and the entire family who live in the house. Check this out. Only had been up for one day. And so we actually put up a sign because we didn't want that to happen to anybody else. We felt so bad. That Clark G is part of our Christmas display. Please do not call 911. Oh, good idea. I'm trying to get him down any way I can. Except when I started talking to him, he never said nothing. I'm sure, oh my God, I hope he's not dead. 
Hundreds of people drive by this house every day seeing that mannequin hanging up there. And I'm standing by the one guy cared enough to save somebody's life. He jumped out and did it. He, he didn't give up. He was going to save whatever he had to do. He was going to save old Clark Griswold. That Isn't that so what it's sweet. all about? I love it. I love the part where he's worried that he wasn't responding. Like, oh, we got a Vic. Uh, appears to be an adult male. He's unresponsive. <laughs> he's not saying nothing. <laughs> Oh, I hope he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is going to be epic. Let's do it. Now. Now back to The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Hey, what's up? Uh, thank you so much for being here. And if you're brand new, thank you so much for being here. We want you to be a P1 of my show. I mean, we want you to to set our show as the number one button on your preset and never, ever take it off. Oh, sorry. Let me turn your mic on, Drew. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm an M1 now. Whenever you hear us talk about P1, that's what we mean. Those are the people who have locked this show in on the number one preset and they never take it off. That's how you get to be in the club. I actually have a couple of... Uh, Audio scraps left over today I want to get to. Let's see. You guys mind if I play the uh, uh, Joey Bihar clip? Joy. 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 The Joy The Joy Bihar and Megan McCain. She's always so full of joy. Mm-hmm. Because she's got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Well, not from the sound of this clip. Listen. He signed into law the Clean Air Act Amendment of 1990, one of the most sweeping environmental statutes ever. This president that we have now is trying to unravel everything that he did and Obama did. And if I ever become a one-issue voter, it will be about pollution and the greenhouse effect and, and Can the we fact focus that, on the president yeah. please i, I just i don't want to talk about trump well, I do for a moment so of, excuse, we're honoring a great uh, president me a second, past. please i, I want to talk about the we're different, honoring but i'm not interested in your one issue i don't care what, what you're interested in i'm told well, i don't care you know what, what you're interested in we'll either we'll be right back okay. <laughs> take them out Whoopi. take them out megan and joy oh so anyway Whoopi cuts to break, and then what's Supposedly, what's going on with the fallout? Like behind the scenes, Joy was like, "This stuff, you know, mm-hmm. expletive here yeah. has got to stop, and okay. if it doesn't, I'm off the show." You know, like so. Do we know what's happening as of like right now? No, I I haven't gotten to call Joy, so I don't really know. Wow, yeah. lawyers are talking to agents, are talking to. I suits. can imagine though, like Megan isn't one to. I mean, there are some obvious deep-seated issues that obviously just came out live on television. Sure. That's what I'm saying. I, I, th- I almost think they set that up, though. They, they get these people who are diametrically opposed on and just their hate each other. belief structure. Yeah, and set them free on each other. <laughs> and we love it. All right. Let's just yeah. I mean, um, all right, Bethany, if you don't mind, let's... Uh, oh, I, I found this clip uh, of an old Johnny Depp interview from 1997, which just kind of came up, and he, he says he thought he was going to be replaced by who... In the Edward Scissorhands movie? I spent the first two weeks at Wood and Scissorhands, and in fact Sleepy Hollow, thinking that I was going to be fired. I was going to be replaced. Because I just thought, there's no way I can get away with it. Luckily, Tim was happy with the stuff, and I didn't lose my job. I swear to you. I can remember when we were doing Scissorhands, we were living in this sort of resort, some kind of country club thing. This is like 1990. There was a knock at the door one afternoon, and everybody was off rehearsing. And there were two young girls at the door, so I... Figured, well, they found me, and maybe they want me to sign something. I don't know. You know, you get used to sort of conditioning. 
So I opened the door. I said, how do you do? And they said, is Tom Hanks here? Does he live here? I said, what? They said, does Tom Hanks live yeah. here? And I said, no, not yet. And I was convinced that Hanks would be replacing me. <laughs> Uh, what so a different cool. movie that would be. Wow. Tom Hanks is Edward worked. Scissorhands. Wouldn't have worked. Why would he assume that these two like teenage fans knew more about the casting than he did? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Hey, I have one more audio scrap. Do you guys mind? Yes, please. Uh, it's actually uh, George Bush um, made a, a funny video for Stephen Colbert like in 2009. So this is his way of paying tribute to mm-hmm. him. This is President George Bush, number 41, and I want to thank our brave troops for their courageous service to our country. Back in World War II, the USO used to send us great big stars like Marlene Dietrich, Lauren Bacall, and the Rockettes. I'm just saying, this Stephen Colbert guy better have great legs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, rest in peace, 41. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. A gentle reminder from the Fit Show. Only trust people who like big butts, for they cannot lie. This is the Fit Show. And every time it rains, it rains. Panties from heaven. Show me to me. Don't you know each cloud contains Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Wednesday, Drew. What, what do we do on Wednesdays? We crest that hill. We crest it. That's what's going on here. There's Drew cresting. Uh, <laughs> there's Bethany the Mouth from the South. And we want you to be a P1. We want you to set this show right now as the number one button on your preset. I mean, hold your little finger out there. Hold it till it beeps. That's right. That's how you become a P1 of this show. You lock us in. You're usually more excited about uh, uh, talking about the importance of a P1. We just did it like five minutes ago. <laughs> We love our P1s. We're just really glad to have you. We just don't want to, you know, I don't want to rub it in too hard. I really believe that you're just wanting me to get to uh, the Hallmark Channel check-in. I can't wait. Have you uh, had a chance to watch any of the stuff on the Hallmark Channel like past couple of days like I told you? Not quite. I, my, my days have been a little full. You know, I had vet trips and stuff like that. So but it's I'll obvious, get to it. I'll get to it. It's very obvious you don't care about Christmas magic. I was traveling all weekend. Right now on the Hallmark Channel. There's a perfect Christmas, and that is starring, uh, well, you know, Susie Abramite and Dylan Casey. <laughs> Those sound like the names, they, the aliases they give to people in witness protection. <laughs> Dylan Casey. Well, yeah. Obviously, there's a romantic love interest, and they're, you know, and there's she's a dog. She's single, mm-hmm. probably just lost her man, and she's, you know, she just can't find love in the world, right? They both right. look great she's in those gotta, Christmas She's got to go to a yeah. small town. Right. To find the true meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's always small towns. And there's always a, a, a wise elderly person at yes. some point to push you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Well, usually there, with a beard. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't forget about <laughs> don't forget about Christmas at the palace. Oh, now I've seen that one. That uh, what, what that's uh, where if you're planning the holiday skating pageant for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. It's a, it's a single prince and his daughter. And the daughter is an ice skater. Yeah. And this girl comes in, and she is an ice skater, and she teaches ice skating. And so it's about the pageant, the Christmas pageant. Hmm. Yeah. And, of course, he falls in love with the instructor. But she leaves right before the end. Oh, they always oh. do. They oh. always do. That's called the Act 3 twist. Yeah. 
The Iron Lotus. <laughs> she steals the skates, runs out of the... There's also Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. Haven't we seen that one yet? When... Haven't seen that one yet. Well, when Darcy returns home to plan a Christmas charity event with her wait old... Wait, wait. When Darcy arrives home to plan a Christmas charity event with her old rival, Luke, she realizes what is important in life by repairing her relationship with her father and finding love. See, they always got to find love. Well, whenever you said Darcy and you said it was Pride and Prejudice, that's Mr. Darcy. That should be a man, according to Pride and Prejudice. So I guess they maybe switched it up a little bit <gasps> oh, by making know. it Wait a minute. Who stars in that one? Well, Pride and Prejudice? Yeah. In Mistletoe? I just saw well, it. Well, Drew, it's Lacey Chabert and Brendan Penny. Lacey Chabert is in half of these movies. Oh, is she the girl from Party? The Part- other half is Candace Cameron. Mm-hmm. Is she the one from Party of Five? That's right. Oh, my God. And Mean Girls. Hallmark Channel today, you guys. And we'll continue to give you these uh, periodic updates. Hallmark Channel check ins throughout the holiday Keep season. In the loop. You can guarantee it. Yeah. This happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Wednesday, December 5th, 2018? And uh, just let us know what you picked up from our show. Here's what I learned today. And I actually was kind of shocked by this. The average couple will have seven fights before the holiday season. You were shocked it was so low? Arguments. I mean, that's a little high before the holiday season's over. Holiday stress, man. Yeah, it's a stress. Come on. to fight about. Everybody keep it together. You know what I mean? Let it out, but keep it chill. Yeah, you know, uh, elves on the shelves are watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so. is not the reason for the season. Well, fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't you let the little Zippy the elf catch you doing anything? That's right. Because uh, he direct, he reports right back to Santa Claus, kids. He really does. Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that kids are making millions of dollars on YouTube just by playing with toys, opening toys. That Ryan's Toy Review made $22 million, according to what we read today. Then why don't you and I do Oh, my God, Drew. You and I could be like the adult males who open toys and talk about them and play with them. Anybody doing that? It, it wouldn't no, work because, I honestly, I've seen all the kids' toys and I just say every time, this is stupid. What are you supposed to do with this? Well, we play with it and then we talk about this it. This thing pops out of an egg. I don't care. Well... <laughs> It's obvious you do not have children. I have no childlike joy left in my heart. Um, uh, Bethany the Mountain, yeah, Grinch. <laughs> you need to be Grinch slapped. <laughs> hey, Bethany, what have we learned today? I learned that George Herbert Walker Bush yeah. did indeed live an amazing life. Wow. After the troop salute, I had no idea. I mean, from but, birth but Let's go over it for a second. Death. He was a very privileged kid, and he knew that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, after Pearl Harbor, he decides to enlist at the age Even of though he eighteen was years old. College. Yeah, yeah. He became a fighter pilot, youngest in the navy. At the youngest time. in the navy goes off, gets shot down after like fifty something bombing raids, uh, gets rescued, continues to fight out there in the you know in, in the Pacific, comes back home, uh, plays ba- baseball at Yale, gets his degree, gets into politics, becomes the director of the CIA, starts a huge oil company, then vice president, and then what a life, amazing life. So yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you guys doing today? I'm gonna. I, I got to go plan my kids' basketball practice. You know, it's a. We're, we're gonna decide our team name. I'm the coach of my kids' team, so I got ten players this year, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna meet them all in a little bit. Call them. Uh... Well, 
My daughter Drew wants to be the Star Warriors. That's not bad. Star Warriors That's is pretty cool. Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, my son Cash wants to be uh, the Golden Warriors. Yeah. You know where that's from. A little derivative. What? Golden, the State, Golden Warrior. State Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry. He loves Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> if Mac McClung had a team, I'm pretty sure he'd yeah. want that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.